<laughs> Great way to start the, the recording. Great way. Hi, Jared. Hi, Anthony. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Yeah, so hi, Anthony. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, for any of you that uh, tune into this, uh, thank you for, for showing up. We don't have a title yet. Uh, I'm still kind of workshopping a title, but I'm going to see how this goes. Uh, but uh, Jared Minikheim, Anthony Denny here. Hi, I'm Anthony. Hello. Uh, Anthony has just seen the first three episodes of Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. Because he's never seen it. I haven't. Jared loves the show. And I've been a fan for a while. Which, first off, I can see why. <laughs> um, but second, I just want to say, um, so Jared, he wanted to share this with me, and... What's the point of life if we can't monetize it? So we are recording this for you. It's not exactly what I had in mind, but... Well, I mean, like, if I'm going to suffer, I'm, we're going to fucking record it so I can, <coughs> at the least, have that permanently. So, you know, the difference between th this series that I'm going to try to do, uh, as opposed to uh, the worst nostalgia trap run by Michael and Heather... We take no notes. I mean, yeah, we didn't take notes. Probably in hindsight, that probably would have been good. I um, got, I got the episode summary. <laughs> off to a great start, uh, but also it's not really shittily. I mean, it is shitty TV, but it's not like Beetleborg's bad. It's, where like it just makes absolutely no content. It's intentionally sense. shitty. As there you go. Accidentally <laughs> shitty. I don't Beetleborgs is even accidental. I don't know. Like, like watching the show, I felt very like like I told Jared, it's a very always sunny feel. It is. It, it's very much. Uh, so, for any of you who haven't seen it, so Anthony, what are doing? Watch the entire you... first season, <coughs> or first three episodes. Uh, yeah, so we watch first three episodes, and uh, it, you know we'll do the other three at a later time, and so on and so forth. Uh, but yeah, so we're we're doing we're starting off uh, with the Jokey Vamps playlist as I workshopped it i'll come up with something later you'll all know the title by the time this comes out Dance boys. <laughs> uh, but yeah so anthony for anyone who hasn't seen trailer park boys as somebody who just watched the first three episodes what would you and as someone who used to live in, in a trailer park same here oh look at that's that. amazing yeah not together at the same time and no not at the same time uh but how would you describe the the for somebody who's never seen it how would you having just seen it for the first time describe those first three well um a fucking ride <laughs> it's so jared described the best in me um it's always sunny meets the office but in canada yeah yeah pretty much and it's just holy shit like the ride is like I really feel for Julian, but at the same time, he's clearly just he he can't get away from this life, and he likes it. <laughs> you have no fucking idea. <laughs> so okay, so let's break down the characters. So we got the show. The, the series opens up with a black and white short, uh, which is a callback to the original fan film that was made by the director, uh, starring the people who play Ricky and Julian. Uh, I believe it was called One Last Shot. You can find it on Netflix. You can find most Trailer Park Boys things up until... Oh God, like... Oh, well, I can't really say that because they, they did the animated series that's going on Netflix. So, I, But there's a lot of things that they put on the Trailer Park Boys SwearNet website that they own. Uh, because after the Canadian TV didn't basically... 
the swear night movie explains it in their words of what happened but it, it's from what i've looked up it's the essential same thing is that trailer park boys got canceled from tv because there was no, it, it was too much for tv they were like we can't mm, we can't keep doing this like, i'm so shocked that that's too much for tv oh my god he got fat who julian I mean, well, you know, age will do that. I mean, yeah, age. Uh, I'm going to fucking look like a busted can of biscuits when I get older, too. So I'm already there. So. <laughs> oh, you so, trust me, Jerry. You can get a lot worse. I don't know about that. So, yeah, it opens up with the black and white. And this is the only thing I'm, I've never understood. I have never understood the opening to this show, the series, ever. Because they're, they're, they're like walking down the road and then there's like a guy with a dog and they tell him he has to get rid of the dog. But I've never fucking understood what the hell's going yeah, on was... in that situation. It's just so fucking random. Yeah, and then they start shooting at each other. <laughs> yeah, they tell him they gotta drop the dog. I, I like, I, there's probably somebody who's gonna listen and be like, I know what happened. You're an idiot. Maybe yeah, I am. I just, you, you I've watch... seen it a hundred times and I still, for the life of me, cannot fucking well, Jerry, understand. You have to watch the original artwork that's just the ending scene of the first see that's where i i know that it the the first thing that they did before he was able to make the series they did the one last shot again find it on netflix it's black and white it's like i think 20 30 minutes long it's basically an episode but it was a short film that he did in college uh but one last shot is a bit weirder because ricky and julian are swapped Mm. so ricky's the smart one who wants to go off to college and do something and julian's the one who is just like the low life scumbag guy so it's weird watching it from that perspective so going into the opening of the series it's almost like he swapped them going into the series and like that's the the way that the series i mean it works out it's a weird way ricky Uh, looks like the party scumbag yeah so we get introduced to julian uh, the muscle man, smart leader of the group, as as you'll come to kind of find out, Anthony. Yeah, uh, and like guardian of the trailer park. Yeah, he's very much a he because they've grown up there. The, all the all three of the main characters, the boys, are known. Uh, but Julian's always the one that'll help people and go out of the way to help people. Uh, he always puts the trailer park before himself. It's typically how it ends up going. Yeah, no, it's weird. Uh, a little burpy. Yeah, a little weird burp. Uh, then we get introduced to Ricky, who's the dumbass, <laughs> and they've both been in jail for eighteen months for whatever the fuck happened in the beginning. Which again, they don't show you what they did, other than they got into a fight with a guy over a dog. They don't show you anything else that could have happened that led to them going to prison. Uh, so they go home. And we find out that Julian and Ricky used to hang out a lot, but Julian doesn't want to hang out with Ricky because he knows Ricky's Bad Ricky. Influence. Yeah. <laughs> And Julian wants to do something different. Goes back to the trailer park. And, uh, Anthony, what happens when he goes back to the trailer park? Well, it turns out a random man has moved into his trailer because the two people he hired to, well, two people he told to watch the trailer just yeah. trying to get the shit. Yeah, so we get introduced to, uh, Corey and Trevor. Corey and Trevor. Uh, Fun fact for the Corey and Trevor characters themselves, they are only... <sighs> They're only in the manga, not in the anime. <laughs> Those two guys are only in the first... Three or... It's up to, like, season three or four. I'd have to go back and, like, double-check myself. Because uh, I can't remember exactly what season it is they leave. 
Uh, but they end up leaving, I believe it's season four. Uh, and behind the scenes of the reason why they leave by then is uh, they weren't paid very well. Mm. And so it was just one of those things of like, eh, we've been doing this quite a while. Our characters get treated like shit. You need to get paid more. Yeah, like, that's essentially what it came down to, is there, there was, like, a pay dispute. They felt they should get paid we, more for the abuse that they get. We would have like to go through being the character. You would, like, macaroni as opposed to one. It's funny you mention that. That's actually a way that a character gets paid in the, uh, the one of the movies. Oh. Uh, for the man who took over Julian Schaler, whose name is Cyrus, he will be a pain in their ass through the entire series. Yeah, he seems like he will be. Yeah, the 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 movie don't legalize it. There's another character that's working for him at one point when they're running uh, they're running cocaine and shit out of his house, and the dude who's working for him talks about that when he got out of jail, Cyrus pays him with Kraft macaroni dinners, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I mean, he gets the job done. And it's cheap. (laughs) That's very cheap, yeah. (laughs) All I have to do is buy him a box of crab macaroni, and he does all the security work for me. Yeah, that's like... Dude, you can go to Meyer. It's like a dollar if you go to like a dollar. Yeah, you go to tree. no, you go to Meyer and they have their ten for ten. You can get ten for you can get ten for ten dollars and eleven one free. <laughs> Dude, I want to meet a guy like that. <laughs> pay him in advance. <coughs> uh, so anyway, back to this first episode. Uh, so Cyrus is there. Uh, they talk about he's got a gun and nobody a, wants to do anything. A nine millimeter safety always off. Yeah. Um, we also get introduced to Leahy and Randy, <laughs> which is such a, a fucking culture shock when this man comes out of the car with no t-shirt on and no one is acknowledging it. They're just like, this is him. They don't like, dude, why aren't you wearing a t-shirt? What the fuck's going on? They're like, oh no, it's just fucking Randy. Yeah, so it'll get explained later on because <coughs> people do bring it up. Uh, there are some people that'll bring it up. And uh, Randy can't wear a shirt because he gets a rash. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so it's Randy and Mr. Leahy. underwear. <coughs> Are the trailer park supervisor and assistant supervisor. Uh, yeah, so these guys watch over the trailer park. They hate Ricky. Absolutely hate Ricky because he's, a, a as they put it, a shitstorm. Which, yeah, <sighs> fair. Yeah, no, Ricky's never good. Uh <laughs> So yeah, the, then he gets into a conversation with Julian about the Cyrus situation and the Ricky situation, about how if he goes anywhere, Ricky has to go with him, and he has to get Ricky under control if he's going to stay. And this poor Julian, Julius guy, he just like he just wants to relax and have no one bother him. Yeah, and... Julian just wants to be at home and have his drink and just be left the fuck alone. And I love this character continuity with the drink. I, it's, it's funny every time that he's just walking around with a full. There cup. is literally a scene, and I get po- I see it get posted in the trailer park, uh, the fan pages all the time because everybody's just baffled when they finally notice it. Uh, in a later season, they roll a car. The first person out of the vehicle is Julian, and it's his drink. Just holding his drink up. <laughs> Everybody's like, I wish somebody would hold on to me like Julian holds on to that drink. Yeah, it's very impressive, and it's great character continuity immediately. You get you get, you get to see that he's always 
drinking, but he's classy because he's drinking, you know, God, he's a rum and coke and, yeah. and out of us. But then the glass is always full, so he's not, like, downing him. He's always just slowly sipping Slowly sipping it. and constantly refilling it, though. Yeah. It's like, he, it's like, there's so much you learn from that, and the fact that he brings it with him everywhere, driving one hand on that, is like, okay, this, cle- this guy clearly just functions as a drunk. Yeah. He's catching up for the last Yeah, he's a, he's a functional drunk. Uh, Never drink and drive, kids. Yeah, don't drink and drive, kids. Um... So yeah, uh, so Julian has to figure out how to get Cyrus out of his trailer, and you got the uh, get introduced Corey and Trevor. We got Ricky coming around trying to figure out where he's gonna be living because you know his girlfriend. Yeah, with a kid. Girlfriend. Yeah, um, his baby mama. We'll put it at that. Yeah, you know you can just say baby. His, so his baby mama girlfriend uh, Lucy, uh, and their young daughter Trinity. Uh, yeah, she he thinks he can go back and live there, and then of course you know she, he can't because the cowboy girl, the cowgirl roommate, uh, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. Sarah, she doesn't like. She tries to prevent them from communicating, and then Ricky just thinks like, "Oh, I'm gonna be with my girl, and this everything's gonna be peachy keen." And then yeah, no. So Sarah will become a. Uh... A bigger they 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 flush her character out more by the next season. Uh, well, I mean, season one you're kind of figuring out your footing. Yeah. I mean, we we went through that. I'm not <laughs> saying that we're as great as the Trailer Park Boys, but we went through that. God, I I you know they're they like honestly, I would love to meet the guys, uh, John Tremblay, Mike Trapp, and uh, or oh fuck not Mike Trapp. I'm thinking college humor. Uh, <laughs> John Paul Tremblay, Mike Smith, Mike Smith. Thank you. God damn it! There's so many Mikes. And uh, Rob Wells. Rob Wells. Thank you. Fuck me. Yeah. I know. I fucking know their names, but just you're gonna have to forgive me, all folks. There's been a lot that's going on today. Uh, uh Jared's been had a busy day. I, I very much have. Uh, but no. So I, I would love to meet any of those guys. I would. Say, it's really sad because I would have loved to meet John Dunsworth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unfortunately, for any of you who don't know, uh, John Dunsworth, who plays Mr. Leahy, passed away a couple years ago. May he rest in peace. Uh, rest in peace for sure. Because like, I've seen people post that like he's in a couple like low budget films and things like that. There's there's not a whole lot like bigger. Like he was never like a triple A star. No. But he was very much aware that like the trailer park. Like, the Trailer Park Boy fan community, like, we all knew him, and we all very much appreciated his character. So I know that before he passed away, the, like, he would take pictures with any fan. Like, uh, when I was in Nebraska, uh, Lincoln, which was, like, 30 minutes away from me, mm-hmm. uh, Randy was actually there. They did a Randy cheeseburger picnic. It's something that they oh. that they come over the border. They do, like, a basically have, meet and greet. You should have went. I really fucking wanted to, but it was it was literally the day after I moved here uh, that he was, that they were having, like, damn. this this small you, little get-together thing. You had to, like, RSVP because of the whole COVID thing. So you had to, like, um. RSVP ahead of time or whatever. Well, did you actually live in Nebraska? Yeah. All right, well, next time, we'll just, we'll take a trip. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's, uh, they do things like that all the time. Uh, but the Randy Cheeseburger Picnics, like, if you guys could ever get yourself to one, I would highly recommend it. Uh, because the guy who plays Randy, uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Anthony's got the stuff over here. Yeah. Um, I got the stuff. You got the stuff. Uh, but he never wears a shirt. When you, when you used to, like, when you meet Randy, you're at, you're meeting, like, Cheeseburger Patrick Randy. Roach. Thank you, Pat Roach. Uh, 
But no, Pat Roach does a lot of things like that. Um, and it, again, and they're always willing to take pictures of the fans of these things. They're constantly finding ways to like reach out to the fans. God, Mike Smith looks so weird without without looks, the glasses. Yeah, he looks like a normal human. A normal yeah, yeah. Dude. When I first watched Square Dead, and I saw him with his regular glasses and not the bubbles ones, I didn't know who the fuck it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it took me a minute to be like, oh my god, that's the guy who plays bubbles. That, it is shit. such an iconic look. Uh, so anyway, back to this episode. So he does end up getting rid of Cyrus, but it's a whole fucking rigmarole of yeah. <laughs> Ricky's gonna sleep in the fucking car. Well, first he's gonna he wants he's being sent to his dad's house. Oh yeah, but Ray, his father, is drunk again, and he knows better than to go in and mess with Ray. You never know what's gonna be in there. Girls, party, you don't know what's yeah, you're gonna yeah. walk into. So I'd rather sleep at the playground and he walks away. Yeah, you can see where that influence came from. <laughs> so yeah. So we can't stay there. Uh, meanwhile, Julian's trying to figure out the Cyrus situation. How the hell do I get this guy out of my house? And he's also getting phone calls from everybody about everything that's going on. And he's like, I just don't want to deal with all this. Like, I just got back. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. Yep. Huh. <laughs> it's really funny because he... He's rid of uh, Cyrus by basically calling him out on his... Device. Yeah, because Cyrus said, you know, he keeps going off about that his gun has a safety op, and he's not afraid to use it. But then, of course, Julian calls him on that bullshit, cocks it, holds it to his head, and keeps telling him, like, all right, then, then do it. Do it. Man, I, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I ain't got time for this. Fuck off. I got work to do. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, every time he said that, I was like, I hate you a little bit more. He's like, you have no work to do, no. and why are you telling them fuck off when you're the one leaving? <laughs> yeah, no, that's Cyrus in a like nutshell for that entire fucking series. Like his daddy was a car, <clears throat> car mechanic and always sold out to him. <laughs> I, do, I, man, I always love that joke in season one, though, when he first meets Ricky, and he calls him Fonzie. Fucking love that joke because it's so good. Happy days. Oh, just get done recording Happy Days there, Fonzie. <laughs> and I like how he fucking like give me your smokes, and he gives him half of them. He's <laughs> like, you gonna kill me over? You gonna kill me over two smokes? Are you gonna, nah, I fuck off. I got work to do. I got work to do. He's like, wow, you can really tell that this man's a a brave who really likes confrontation. <laughs> so yeah, he gets rid of he gets rid of him. Trailer Park rejoices, and then it goes to the end of the night. Julian's trying to have a drink, just relax finally. Ricky shows up in the window, like, hey man, I ain't got nowhere to go. Can I sleep in the car? Yeah, the car. <laughs> Which car. I'm. Well, when we get to the next episode, I'll talk about the car. Because <laughs> I was very confused in the beginning of this of the episode. So. Julian looks out. Ricky has not left. He's sleeping on the porch. You're like, God, this guy just won't give up, huh? <laughs> so he brings him out a blanket. He's like, hey, man, you can sleep in the car a couple days. But, Anthony, what else does he bring? Because this he, fucking killed you. It, it. See, it's the type of humor that I love because it fucking... It takes me, like, sidetrack humor where I... Like, I expected it to go one way, and it hits me with a freight train going the other direction. And he brings him out a package of opened hot dogs... And a bottle of vodka. And not like a fifth. Like one of those big ass bottles. It's a full ass bottle of vodka. And and I'm just like, wow, that tells me every that alone told me everything I need to know about both of these characters. That 
Julian's a great guy, and he really knows his friends. And <laughs> Ricky is just... He will consume any... No, he'll be like... <laughs> not smart at all. It was amazing. And then and then he goes into the car, opens up the bottle of vodka, <laughs> and then eats a cold hot dog. He starts eating uncooked hot dogs. And I'm, like, that alone, just like, wow, this... That's what really sold that sh- the show to me. I'm like... <laughs> see, episode three, that fucking... You didn't see me that entire part, but my mouth is agape for like a solid three minutes. <laughs> I, I like I caught your initial express your initial reaction. I'm like, okay, I think he's I think he's got it now. Uh, so going into episode two, uh, if you have the, this is why we should this is why we should start taking some notes. Episode two, fuck community. Okay, first of all, first episode's called <laughs> "Take Your Little Gun and Get Out of My Trailer Park." Which is the line Julian tells Cyrus at the very end. Yep, and then there's uh, "fuck community college, let's get drunk and eat chicken fingers." Correct. So this episode starts off. Uh, Julian's getting phone calls from fucking everybody and their mother. Mm-hmm. But before that, Ricky's shooting his gun in the middle of the goddamn night because, because dogs, dogs are barking, barking and he can't sleep. <laughs> Which is just <laughs> great. <laughs> just great. <laughs> he's shooting it in every direction in yeah. a trailer he's park. Like, like a dog to the bark at loud noises there there, there's one little tidbit in that in that episode and i didn't say anything to you while we were watching because it's something you'll you'll hear it more and more the guy who tells him stop fucking firing Mm -hmm. stop fucking firing stop fucking firing he's throughout the entire series and that is that is what you'll hear at random. Whenever anybody's shooting guns, they're just randomly him. Just, Stop with the guns! There's one specific one I remember later on where they're really going at it with, like, AKs and whatnot. And all the firing stops, and you just hear, All of them don't stop on my account! <laughs> I love shit like that, where he's like, This man who lives in this trailer park is hearing gunfire. And he's like, fuck, shut the fuck up to a person with a loaded gun. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, no, stop on fire, <laughs> So, yeah. Then Julie wakes up to a bunch of phone calls uh, from the trailer park supervisor. Leahy about the gunfire, and apparently the car is leaking oil, as he puts it. You have Ricky's girlfriend calling about who's gonna babysit trinity for the day and which, we have a talk about responsibility which is really weird because i feel like she's got a thing for julian she very much has a thing for julian that she will never fully acknowledge mm. i feel like it would be better for her mental health if she did because i feel like there's gonna be some animosity between the boys if they ever find out because i feel like ricky is the kind of guy who'd be shallow enough to attack his best friend if he found out that the, his Baby mama had a crush. <clears throat> am, am I predicting a future episode? <laughs> I don't think they ever get to that point, but there's definitely you. Well, actually, you would think that, but things that happen next season, the season after went up. There's things that happen where like she dates other people, and he calls her out every time. You're only dating him to make me jealous, aren't you? It's one of those. Uh, <laughs> like... No, no. And here's advice for everyone. If a girl, if your ex has started dating other people, it's not because she wants to get back at you. Sometimes she's Unless just her move. name is Lucy and she lives in a trailer park. Maybe that's true. Or Jamestown, New York. She also gets... I, I'm trying to figure out how to word this 
other than how they worded them in, in in the series later on. But I guess there's no really other way to put. It. She gets bigger tits later on, mm. like like, and they talk about that it's because there's a job they do, they get a bunch of money, then they go to prison, of course. People take all the money, and she takes part of the money and gets a boob job. Yeah, a, an elective procedure done. Uh, so that plays in at that point. Anywho, so uh, <laughs> you also got Ricky sleeping in the goddamn car. He's growing his his weed plants, or as they call it, dope. Uh, in the car, he's got four plants. He used to have five, though. <laughs> he used to have five, but a squirrel ate one of them. No, a squirrel peed on one of them. <laughs> squirrel peed on it. That's fucking right. <laughs> and I was very confused at first, and my answer became much later in the episode. And I'm like, just roll up the fucking windows, dude. <laughs> I, like I said, my answer came later. It does. Which is why also I laughed so hard because I was thinking about that the like the whole time. I'm like, <laughs> because also apparently Bubbles lent lent him a cat. <laughs> yeah, he let him. He loaned him a cat, and then he comes back for his cat. <laughs> it's fucking. I said you could loan the cat. I didn't say you could have the cat. I want him back. Yeah, how many cats does Bubble have? Bubbles have. I have no idea. Like like high. Like, every single cat you see running around, at some point, Bubbles is taking care of it. Oh, okay. Pretty much, like, living in the shed the way Bubbles does. He's like the landscaper, I'm, I'm assuming. He's got that. Because he lives in the shed. No. No? No, he's not a landscaper? No, he's no, he as just... broke as they are. Oh, he's just a dude who lives uh, in the shed. The backstory to Bubbles was that his parents left when he was very, very little. Mm-hmm. And... Julian basically, basically Julian let him live in the shed. So the shed's on Julian's property. What? It's hard. I, I think I'm trying to think of how they do it with this first season because later on it, it he moves it all over the place. Um, but basically he ends up living in the shed because his parents just up and abandoned him and he doesn't have anybody and Julian felt oh, bad so he, really... he decked out the shed <sighs> to have a bed and toilet and everything so that he would have a place to I live. didn't realize your grandpa was Bubbles. <laughs> so anyway <laughs> <laughs> listen to what an oddcast for that <clears throat> but anyway so yeah uh, Bubbles takes his cat back but then Ricky gets mad they start going to have a fight and then everybody and their goddamn brother shows up at Julia's house. Oh, my favorite part about that, so so there's Leahy and I keep forgetting her name. Lucy. Lucy. Probably because it was too They're knocking out the door. Yep. Bubbles and Ricky are fighting. Yep. And then just like five more people show up and just start randomly well, fighting. Well, see, that's the thing. Uh, characters we forgot to mention uh, was the J- Rock Pile. Uh, J-, 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 J to the R-O-C and the Rock Pile. You know, I think it was, like, my brain subconsciously from the future every time I called you J-Rock accidentally. Because I'm like, I've never called you J-Rock before. Why would I? That was my nickname when I first started at McDonald's with, uh, Ricky? Oh, with Ricky? I'm pretty sure the, I'm pretty sure his name was Ricky. But he was a manager when I first started there. Uh, before some very unfortunate circumstances happened. He didn't work there anymore. <laughs> he was a furry. McDick Nuggets. Did I ever tell you that? No. So I'll tell it here, and then I'll, I'll just bring it up Thursday, too. Yeah, hey, because uh, this is a Patreon exclusive. This is, uh, which, again, uh, you know, we're only we're only like 20 minutes something in, but, I mean, like, thank you for listening yeah, to this if you do. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and if you're listening to it whenever I put it free to, to show you guys, like, thank you for that, too. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't fucking know. Anyway, uh, no, when I were in McDonald's, there was a guy, Ricky, 
um, we were closing one night, and this car of fat women showed up. I only say that because it was, like, four women who, like, plastered. Like, they had clearly been at, like, some kind of bridal shower or mm-hmm. something. They ordered a ridiculous amount of food. I mean, I try not to judge people, but, like, fucking Christ. Because they had, like, tw- yeah, they had like three 40-piece McNuggets, Jared and I six are... double cheeseburgers and shit, and I'm like, we're fucking closed in five minutes, so I don't have any of that shit. Like, Jared and I, we're, we're heavier, we're heavier <clears throat> folks, so we understand. I understand to a degree. Yeah, exactly. But when I see four women, and I see four... 20 piece I mean, nugget. In general. Six fucking double cheeseburgers. The and the McChickens. Like, it's. Uh, they literally ordered, like, all the dollar menu things, but they ordered them in bulk. So it's like. For the love of God, just go drink some more alcohol and pass out or something. Because, like, this just. We don't have this food. Uh, but because of that, we had to cook up the nuggets. Yeah. We, we got done with them, and we had to put the last few of them to get oh, them out the window. No. So Ricky stopped me, and he's like, I got this. He did it. Took a whole handful of the last 20-piece, rubbed them all over, downstairs, all over his balls on his pants, and then slammed them in the box, closed them up. Before any of us could say a word, he whipped it out the window, turned around, comes back after being super nice, and like, you have a nice night, ladies. All right, let's close up. I hope they enjoy them dick nuggets. And then we just closed... Nobody said a word until my uh, until our boss came up to me a couple days later and asked me if I knew anything about a certain scenario that had happened, and I pleaded there's, the fifth. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. There's only one place in that whole building that had no cameras, and that was the fucking, like, the change, like, the yep. office. Like, the kids, the... Uh, the employee lounge or whatever that small yep. little two by two room yeah so yeah i pleaded the fifth i just said i didn't know what she was talking about because i was not about to get thrown under the bus with him so like yeah, i don't know wow. what you're talking about I they all hated you because they all knew <laughs> no nobody liked ricky i liked him when i first started because he was one of the only people that i actually got along with and talked to uh but he had a lot of... There, there were some problems I oh, found yeah. out about I, later. I've heard some stuff from Heather. Yeah, so... Unfortunately, there was that. And then I found out what she was asking about wasn't even that scenario. She was asking me about the other scenario, which I had no idea was going on. So I wasn't lying when I said I had no clue. I literally had oh, no clue oh. what specifically she was asking about. Uh, but anyway, going back to this. Yeah, anyway. So everybody's fighting. The rock pile shows up. And you are correct. This part makes me laugh because it's literally Corey and Trevor walk up to try to break up Ricky and Bubbles from fighting, and the rock pile shows up and just starts beating the shit out of them for some for reason. No like, reason. It's like the one why It's just everybody's fighting because hey, there's a fight. Julian wants to leave the, the fucking trailer park after that. Uh, but yeah, so Julian walks out and he's pissed off, shoots his gun off, and he's like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that's uh, Cyrus's gun. Yeah, yeah, it's Cyrus's gun. He took from him. Uh. <laughs> Cause he he gets like uh, I think they give him a Desert Eagle later on. Like he just upgrades it so that nobody will touch it. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! So yeah, they they Julian tells him he's gonna leave, which then of course everybody oh no yeah everybody starts flipping out because they can't have Julian leave, and then they Especially tell you a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, the lady thing can't leave here without Ricky. 
And he's going to, like, charge him, like, oh, you need us back lot fees when you were in jail, and we need, you have a lease that you signed, and, yeah, like, X, Y, Z, anything to keep Julian and in the park. Basically, he's blackmailing him. Yeah, it's, it's Leahy's thing. He'll blackmail the shit out of you. Uh, he does that quite a bit throughout the series. Yeah, I can tell from these from two or three episodes. Yeah, so... They start talking about, uh, what you know... Ricky has to leave because Julian's going to move. He's going to go to community college. He's not going to have the trailer anymore. So Ricky's got to get off his property. And then Ricky argues with him that it's his property because he's <laughs> living in the car. And, and, and Julius, uh, Julian, I don't know why I keep saying Julius. Um, he gives him a one-week notice. So actually, technically, legally, well, I don't know Canadian law, but legally he would have the right. He's like, hey, you. Yeah, no, you got your, you got your notice. Uh, which then Julian tells him very specifically. <laughs> I'm going to be very clear with you, Ricky. No blues music, no chicken fingers, no Ray getting drunk. End of the line, Ricky. And this is where I turned the chair and I said, cut to. And it's exactly when it cut to. <laughs> cut to that. Blues music, Ray drunk, making chicken fingers. It was amazing. <laughs> and it was like, it blew my mind when I saw that. I'm like, I want this to happen after saying that. That would tell me, like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then it did. So Julian comes out, doesn't say a word, just rips out the blues cassette and, like, just oh, he rips un- it. unplugs the toaster. Yeah, he unplugs the toaster that's on an extension cord. That's his, by the way. Uh, kicks Ray off. Uh... And then takes back the toaster, tells Ricky and, and, that he wasn't he wasn't messing around, like, this is for real what I'm doing. And Ray, who's in a wheelchair, and doesn't look that old. Doesn't look like he's... Oh, you wait. There's a whole plot line with Ray in his fucking wheelchair. Oh, uh, and his age? No, not his age. Oh, More specifically, just... that wheelchair is bullshit, and that's a thing that gets brought up in, like, two, two I think, season three. I believe it. it, it yeah, but it, he, he faked having an accident. Because he uh, he crashed his semi. So to give you people backstory here, uh, if you haven't seen the series, this is something that they bring up way later. But uh, he was dry, He was a truck driver, and he had a really bad accident where the truck like flipped and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Ray told him, "Air brakes locked up. Fuck you do." Then they interview the other people, and it's like, well, yeah, of course he flipped it. He was drunk off his ass. He's always <laughs> drunk. Of course he crashed it. Of course he did. Oh, man, the air brakes locked up, and, uh, you know, I couldn't couldn't keep control of her, bud. You know, she, way she goes, she flipped it. And that was his excuse uh, on top of, yeah, I have these terrible back spasms. So, I mean, you know, once the air brakes locked up, I, I couldn't keep my foot on it, you know, and just, what do you do? He uses back spasms uh, from the accident is got, why he uses the wheelchair. <laughs> I got lumbago. Yeah, it's a whole fucking thing. Uh, so, yeah. Then Ricky goes off drinking, passing out. Julian has to go deal with it again. <laughs> in the, he's in the middle of the street. Yeah, he just passed out in the middle of the street. Uh, and then they also give me the thing with Lucy and Sarah talking about how uh, Ricky thinks he's stupid, which, I mean... I f- no earlier Ricky is there are cases later on where like Ricky is smarter than he thinks he is but he's so he's been pushed down to the point of thinking that he's stupid that like the smartness that is there hardly ever fucking shines through now um in episode one I, I said how I see a lot of Ricky's and Jared uh, co- compared himself which I don't agree with until this very scene. Where I'm like, wow, that's that's Jared's self confidence to a T. He's been kicked down his whole life 
that he thinks he's all these things when he's not. <laughs> I didn't want to say it then, but that's what you got from Ricky, Jared. Oh. But then. So, yeah, Julian gets up, Ricky, and they start talking about, like, hey, man, you're not that stupid. Like, come on. I need like, you to help fix my car. Yeah, they're going to fix the car, which immediately the question that should get brought up is where are they going to get the money to fix the car when Ricky's already having issues with trying to get the equipment to grow weed when he doesn't have that either? Mm-hmm. They just fucking steal Cut it. to. <laughs> they just fucking take it from other cars. Ripping shit out of other cars. <laughs> no regard. They just rip it I off was, of random vehicles I in the city. I was blown away. This is, I feel like in every episode there's going to be a part where I'm just like, What? They do things, they steal shit like that. In that same exact way you saw through the entire series. It'll just be, I need a tire. One, two, three, four, five. Alright, that tire will fit. Jack up the car, take the tire, swap out tire with my tire. Leave. It's just, it it was amazing (laughs) to see that. And then it cuts to them talking, uh, talking about how Ricky actually has something, secret talents. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lucy and Sarah are talking about Ricky has this ungodly unique talent, which is that if the cops ever stop him, he can get he can bullshit his way out of it and get away with it 99% of the time. And which was insane to see because, like, they're stealing from a car. All right, boys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need your names. And by the way, he always uses Corey and Trevor's names. Even if it's his name, he'll put Trevor Corey or Corey Trevor as his name. I believe that. Oh, yeah, he throws those kids under the bus. I, I fucking so, love it, though. They're like... They're the they, scapegoats. They, they caught him red-handed. Julian has an open container. <laughs> he has an open container of alcohol. And yet... Oh, yeah, guys, you see the camera? You guys are being filmed. We're, we were testing you guys, and, you know, I'm not supposed to tell you, but I did, you know, it's a training thing. You know, we're, we're trying to give you guys the look of through the criminal's eyes, so, you know, you guys have a better idea of what you're doing on the force. Wasn't supposed to tell you, but... <laughs> Can't have you calling it in and ruin it with the other officers there. Which, the cop that stops them, his name is uh, uh, George Green. Mm-hmm. He will come up in later seasons as a more pain-in-the-side character for them. Well, probably because they Very much they introducing lied. him, he's he's nothing. By season two, George Green, you slowly see, is this cop that constantly busts them. But yeah, he's just like, alright, don't call it in. They got us again. Which is just, they mm-hmm. got you again?! <laughs> Yeah, like how many times are you pulling over the cops' like filming crew? Yeah, and like amazing the fact that and like the fact that he they leave and get away with it. <laughs> just granted, again, leave. open container, open container of alcohol. Clearly stealing car parts that are just sitting in this fucking like yeah. jeep. And it's just like it's like okay, and they fucking leave. I'm like, what? Yeah, no, they get away with it. Yeah, that was yeah. it. That's what happens when you roll a nat twenty on your charisma. Yeah, fucking for real. Uh, so, yeah, so then they end up going back, they get the car started with the help of the rock pile. Somehow, somehow they get that fucking thing running. They're something into it. I don't fucking know. Like, I'm not a car person. my my assumption is, so, cars run on gas. They run on, no, 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 hear me out. They run on miniature explosions. (laughs) So what I'm assuming is they're spraying an accelerant into the engine to make it explode. It looks like it. Like that. That's what my. That's what. My... Uh, but there, there is. Uh, like I told, I was telling Anthony before. I've seen like some behind the scenes things. I, 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 
I bet you you could probably get it if I went to the website, but I obviously I don't. I haven't done that yet because there's so much on there and I just don't have the fucking time to watch it all. But I know that they have a fuck ton on there. But there is a behind the scenes. I found it on YouTube random the one day. But there was actually a scene when they were spraying that in there that the whole engine lit on fire right there. So they had to extinguish it out, clean it, and then go for the take again. Same, And then the same exact scene, J-Rock goes to walk away and he like... There's a van that drives by, but like right before where the van drives by, he had like tripped and ate shit all over the road, and it's just out of camera angle, so they didn't see it. Yeah. Okay, so apparently that's called uh, startup spray. It's a real hey, thing. there you go. You, you have got to it. Spray it in there and just start help start the engine. Uh, Should have used that fucking. <laughs> oh god, that truck's a total piece of shit. Uh, I'll drive it till it fucking completely dies and on me. That. So, Julian, so they get the car started. Yeah. He take the car. He takes the car to Lucy. But wait, Julian gives. Oh, that's right. He gives Ricky the car. Yep. And then we cut to him driving away, and then all my questions were answered about the squirrel issue earlier. It's missing a door. Mm-hmm. The passenger side door is just fucking gone. Completely gone. And this was another part of the episode that just fucking took me and laughs. And every time I see this car, I'm laughing. I don't know. I can't remember if they bring it up this season or next. But there is an explanation for that. I think Bubbles tells us that that was Julian's grandmother's car. Mm-hmm. And Bubbles tells, like, as part of the camera, he's like, you think Julian drinks? <laughs> His grandmother, man, she had the fifth bottle with her at all times. So that most of the damage came from her before Ricky ever even got it. So that door missing, the paint job, like, all the dings, dents, all of that was because his grandmother drove around drunk as fuck. <laughs> I just, like, the fact that it has no doors and he's driving it around. Yeah, yeah, it has, the, the, the driver's side door doesn't open and the passenger side door is just fucking gone. Yeah, and I, and I love the fact that they explain how Ricky's good with cops, so he doesn't have to worry about being pulled over because he's gonna fucking... <sighs> he will come up with an excuse. Uh, but yeah, so he takes the car, he goes over to Lucy, and he's like, yeah, let's go have a family day out. And Anthony was blown away at the fact that they're just like, okay, yeah, sweet, he's got a car. And, like, a daughter gets in, Lucy gets in, seatbelt, yeah, leg up the on the dash, yeah. everything's good. Hand on top of the hood. Yeah, everything's the- good. Until the car... I, I heard Anthony burst out dying, because we had to have the subtitles on because... Uh, uh, I was making cookies. Correct. Uh, Anthony's wife had their she was making cookies. Uh, catch her on the worst snow trip ever taken. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're ripping off the show right here. Uh. Pretty much. Uh, so they she was making cookies and you know we, we there was there wasn't gonna about to be like a fighting of a beater with a thing which yeah. I've seen a hundred times. He doesn't mind subtitles. So oh yeah, I don't mind. Whatever. Some. We just turn something. I'm not gonna turn it up to hundred. Which is fucking here. great because it it tells you engine revving, engine revving, engine kicks over. <laughs> It just, the subtitles are telling you this car will not fucking start. He and goes to drive away and it dies like two feet away. Fuck! And I, engine revving, engine revving, engine turns over. And my favorite part about that is you and I have both been there. When my engine exploded. I was just there like a couple weeks ago. When my engine exploded, I was there where I'm like, when my fucking car engine died, died, I was at a fucking... Going up a hill, I was on a stoplight, <laughs> and then I stopped moving, and then my engine wouldn't start. And like, fuck, I'm out of stoplight, so I popped on my hazards, put on my reverse lights, and I just like wave people around me, and I fucking pulled to the side of the road. I would have had a straight up panic attack. I was on my way 
to a mechanic. <laughs> so I got the tow truck, and I had to pull to the mechanic I was going to. I had to pay him like a dollar because it was one dollar away from mile. It's yep. like it was twenty-one miles away, and I, my plan only covered twenty miles. So I'm like, he's like, it's a dollar per mile. I'm like, so you mean a buck? Yeah, a dollar. Well, I'm like, here, take it, please. Oh, so <clears throat> now we watched episode three. Uh, which is where we're going to end this for you all. Uh, going into episode three, Anthony. Oh yeah. Um. Here, let me uh, get this. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I remember the title of this one. It is Mr. Leahy has got my porno tape. Yep. Yep. Mr. Leahy's got my porno tape, which is exactly how it sounds. There is yep. no misreading that title, folks. <laughs> so it starts off. Ricky wants money. He needs. He needs to get shit. To grow his weed because Lucy won't be with him because he's not making any money. So he needs Which, to and, grow weed. And I love that fucking cop. She's like, yeah, I'm not gonna be with him if he doesn't have money. <laughs> he's not growing dope. He doesn't have a job. I can't be with him. And I fucking love that because you're know, you think be like, oh, I won't care, but no. Oh no, straight up, like no, no that, she is the shallowest the of the shallow women you will ever see on a TV. I mean, show. shallow, realistic, because I mean. You're, you're hearing this come from the guy who's seen this series through on, on everything on Netflix I've seen through well, yeah, yeah. multiple I'm, times. I'm like, she is aloe. I'm, I'm sure it evolves as the show She does. fucks Ricky. She fucks Randy. She fucks George Green. She fucks... Bubbles? Cyrus. <laughs> no Bubbles love? No, nobody, oh. nobody makes love to Bubbles. There's actually a really fun joke in the out-of-the-park Europe that they did. Uh... Where they, the, one of the, cause that one's a really fun one, uh, which I wish they, I wish they would do more, but COVID kind of killed that, yeah. which is really sad. They only got to do a season of Europe and a season of USA and they hinted that they were going to do more out of the park stuff like that. And then COVID happened. Yeah. Uh, but in the Europe one, uh, the swear net company I talked about, mm -hmm. uh, basically Julian signs a contract to go on vacation course he doesn't fucking read it and it turns out it's a giant ass pranking game show where they have to complete things oh, to get no. paid and they can't get out of it and uh they go to amsterdam i think it's i think it's the last oh, episode i want to say it's the very last episode and there's a secret task that julian keeps but if bubbles sleeps with a red light district lady that SquareNet has bought for him they will get i think it's like five grand they don't tell bubbles all the way till the very end, and they fail fucking every task, every goddamn well, episode, because Ricky's a fucking idiot, and Julian's selfish, and Bubbles is just like, I just wanted fucking vacation. So he, they get Bubbles in there, and uh, he sleeps with the girl. They can't take the camera in. Policy. Oh, yeah. Then they get back to the bus, and they're like, oh yeah, Bubbles did a whole bunch of stuff to him. And they're like, the, the fucking dude who runs it is the sleaziest asshole. He's like, did he really, dude? Did he really? Bubbles, did you get in there? Hell no, I talked to her. He sat there and talked to her for like ten minutes and then left. <laughs> Says he couldn't get it up. Sorry, boys, I've never been in that situation. <laughs> I mean, I, that's understandable, I'll be honest. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. But anyway... It actually relates to this because yeah. uh, Ricky needs money. Yeah, so Ricky, he first he well first he goes to the shop where he would normally buy his growing equipment. 
Oh, fucking boy. Yeah, so the guy goes in, and then the guy tells him to fuck off because he owes, Ricky owes him money. And Ricky's like, is this about the hundred bucks I owe you? (laughs) Which is fucking great when somebody's like, I refuse to do business with you. This is because I owe you a hundred bucks at your place of business. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What do you mean I have an owed amount of money due? (laughs) How dare you? So yeah, that happens. They get kicked out. And then Ricky's all like, this is this fuck. There's no way in hell I can do anything. I can't grow my stuff. I need to make money somehow. Uh, and fucking... So as he's... The Rock Squad. As Ricky's doing something that only a true smoker will ever fucking understand. Uh, I understand it 100%. As he's smoking weed. That's like... Please continue. I was making so joke. Ricky is looking for cigarette butts because he's broke and he doesn't have any smokes. Which, unless you have been a smoker to understand what the fuck that is like, which granted I've never dug through a public thing. That's very much like a Ricky dirty thing. But like mm-hmm. mo- most smokers have gotten to a point where like you didn't fully finish one and you're like, oh fuck, I didn't finish that one. I don't need a new pack just yet. Well, Ricky's essentially doing that, but with Smoking just butts. just random cigarette butts all over the place. Uh, then J-Rock shows up and is like, hey man, I can I can get you money. Don't even worry about it. Just show up in my place. I will get you paid. Which is... sounds fucking great. <laughs> and I fucking love, because it seems like in every episode, uh, Julian's gonna get messages. Is this way. season, that's how they do it. It's it's Julian gets a message, which there's, there's a really funny one. I'm pretty sure it's the next episode is one of the funniest fucking messages he ever gets at the end. Hold off for now. Oh, like, God. Yeah, you'll fucking... I'm uh, pretty sure... It's either that episode or the fifth one. I'm pretty sure it's the next one that I have. Well, we're going to be seeing the next time we do this. So. It's the... Fu- it, God, and it is one of my favorite episodes ever. And it, it worries me. Like, when I heard what Ricky was saying, because I've heard this. Oh, it was a, it's a really great opportunity. And I'm like... I just need to talk to you, man. If you can come down to the rock quarry like we used to and shoot guns and stuff, you know, it helps me clear my head and think things out, you know. But it's a really great opportunity. Really, really great. That I, makes, I just, I just need to talk to you, and I need to hear from you today. That makes me think of like those, those. Hey, honey. Hey, hon. I haven't seen you since. Well, about I don't a, get about those. A timeshare. It's. Uh, I heard it's a great investment and a great, uh, uh, great thing. If you could just give me a call back, uh, I put your name down, but I haven't uh, heard back. Uh, uh, so yeah. anyway, they're at the Rock Warrior. They're <laughs> shooting guns, and Ricky asks him the most random question you can ever possibly fucking ask. Somebody. What do you think about them? Those guys who star in pornos. They're greasy. I don't know what. What if I started in porno? Think I would be greasy? Yes. <laughs> and I fucking love that. It's like, yes, I still stand of what I say. <laughs> I stand by my statement. Just because it's you doesn't mean I don't stand. Well, what by if it? Robert De Niro starred in one of those porno flicks? Robert De Niro would never star in one of those. He's an actual actor. It's not a movie, because he keeps calling it, like, a film. Uh, so, Ricky brings up that J-Rock's offered him to be in his next porno movie, which is something that J-Rock does throughout the series. He'll randomly film one of these fucking things, and they're just the cheapest, worst piece of shit that he's oh selling God. at the gas station. It was so terrible. And he's literally selling them at the town gas station is something that he brings up. I can't remember what fucking season, but he casually brings up, like, yeah, I send them over to my connection in Russia, and I sell them at the gas station down the street. Oh, God. <laughs> 
And can you imagine you walk through the beaded curtain for one of those? And Just you, terrible angle lenses, yeah. no lighting. And you're Just... and, and then you're looking at the people in it, and then and then you you look over at the the dude pumping gas, and you you look back at the, <laughs> at the tape, and then you look back at him. You start squinting real hard. I think I know that guy. <laughs> I think I watched him in a porn last night, a really shitty one too. <laughs> and then he just. He looks at you looking at him, and you're like, oh, no, that is him. But if I explain why I'm looking at him, he's going to know. Uh, so, yeah, so that that's what Ricky's going to do. And then while Ricky's going in to do that, we also find out Bubbles is in on it, too. He's getting paid 160 <laughs> bucks. <laughs> Fucking Bubbles, I love him. Well, first they told me, they gave me $40. I told them, fuck right off. And now they're going to give me 160 bucks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's... They just, all they did was essentially double the amount of money they were going to give him. And he's like, yeah, no, I got you. I can buy my cat food that way. Uh, I, I really, also, it's called From Russia with Love Boner. <laughs> Not even a clever fucking name. No, they, he just took a name of something from Russia with Love, from Paris with Love. And just added Boner. Mm-hmm. And... And they're talking about this whole plot of the movie, like the the actresses, and they're, they're explaining this whole plot. Now, this again killed Anthony, and like I, I love watching this with him now because his reaction to things is fucking great. He realizes that they're supposed to be stealing a motorcycle and uh-huh. like going to sell it in Russia. But they're inside a trailer, and they don't try to make it look like the outdoors at all. They're no. just in front of a window. Yeah. It, <laughs> it clearly has a divider in the middle. I was like, at first I'm like, okay, maybe this is just like the pre-show and all that. And then and then like, okay, we're filming. I'm like, what, what do you mean they're, you're filming? We're inside still. <laughs> oh, and Ricky gives a terrible, terrible Russian accent. It makes, makes me realize... Man, there are people out there who can do accents as good as us. Oh, I I can't even copy how, cause it's. What are you doing? What are you do do doing here? Like I I instinctively what's, put. What's going on here? <laughs> I just instinctively put that like Russian flair into it when I whenever I try to do it because it just it, it cracks yeah. me up. But Ricky doing it kills me because there's no even attempting to try. He just makes his voice a little bit deeper. That's well, all he what, fucking what's does. What's going on here? And <laughs> it's just so good. Oh, maybe we can do stuff. And maybe <laughs> we can do some community service. And then fucking Bubbles walks in. Bubbles just walks in wearing like the classic like Russian fucking like fur hat. hat. Yeah. What's going on? What's what's going? Done. Not even putting on an accent. Just, What's what's going on here? It's like Officer Bl- Bolisky or something. Blofsky. Blofsky. Officer Blofsky. And then, oh, uh, and then poor Ricky. He can't get it up. Ricky can't get his dick hard, which be- is obviously a problem if you're going to be doing yep. a porn. Because you know he's thinking about the girl. You know he's thinking about his daughter and Lucy, so he can't get it up. Yeah. They all shit on him for it because you know he's technically in. The- in a relationship with her because he calls her girlfriend. From his perspective... It's a complicated thing that they always have complicated for this entire series. From his perspective, they're in a relationship. There is never a single goddamn point in the series where they're either just together or married or anything. It is always this. It is always a complicated mess. Mm. 
so they they stop filming. So. At which point Bubbles brings up that he still very much would like to get it on. Yeah. So I mean, if she's okay with it, then I mean, I'd still like to, you know. And then immediately turns to Ricky. Don't fucking ruin this. For me. I know. And they're talking about you know, <laughs> uh, you can tell that J Rock really knows his porn because he's talking about softcore versus hardcore. You know, because for those who don't know, softcore is all about the sound. There's no actual penetration. Yeah, softcore. Softcore is more like. Softcore you can get away with in, like, a feature film, because it, yeah. there's nothing going on, there's no actual penetration, I mean, there's nothing I really mean, happening. Except for that one scene with Halle Berry and fucking the guy who was married to Angelina Jolie. There's full on his, you can see his scrotum full on, like, underneath her. Well, sometimes that happens. Uh, but the rule for softcore porn is that you cannot show balls or dick penetration, cannot show bush. No. Uh, the only thing you can show is... Titties. From the belly button up. So you can show the titties and the guy belly button up with her doing his thing, but you can't show anything no. below the belt. If you don't see penetration, I'm letting you guys know, you're not seeing penetration. You're just hearing the girl go, uh, and the guy going, uh, and someone's slapping his thighs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you might, you'd probably see some guy butt, because that's, that's pretty common. But they're not, they're not going to show you anything. No. Uh, so he tells him, like, well, Ricky, we could at least do the softcore stuff. I can still market that in a more wider audience. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. And what happens, Jared? What so happened? they go back in to start filming again, and Bubbles is, like, straight up about to just put it in. Like, he is so He's close to finally skirt. getting it in. And then Leahy shows up. But not just Leahy and Randy. Nope. The funniest fucking entrance of a character J Rock's mom. His fucking mom. Which already, because J Rock already gave him that vibe of you know fake white guy who wants to be a gangster. They're, they do so well with his character later on, giving like a a wider look into his backstory at at his character alone. But this is an introduction for his mother is so fucking great. What are you doing in here? Jamie, what do you think you're doing in here? And she, like, grabs him by the <laughs> ear. She straight up does the mom holding your ear, pulling your head down thing. Like, oh, mom, what are you doing? You're making me look like a fool, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, th that's something we forgot to say. We forgot to mention earlier on. Uh, we, uh, the J-Rock and uh, Tyrone. They're explaining about the porno. So T and J-Rock are having a conversation, and J-Rock keeps saying, no, I'm saying, and T calls him out on it, like, man, like, 80, 90 times, that's too much. That's too much, man. Like, you can say it, like, once, twice, maybe three times, man, but I feel like eight, nine times, man, that's too much. I feel like they put that in there just so they can just <laughs> just... say it as much as they want. Because probably someone's like, oh, that's kind of annoying how much he says it. Oh, you want to see oh, how annoying it? it. <laughs> oh, is it annoying? Let me show you. Because he goes, like... You gonna count how many times I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he said that. What are you like? The now I'm saying, please. You know what I'm saying? He's like, in fact, now he's saying it twice. And it's like, bravo! And the, <laughs> Fucking for real. And the the porn actresses, they also be like, no, you do say it a lot. Yeah, uh, but yeah, then they're they're adamant about that they need to get paid, and he can't because his mom's kicking his ass right now. <laughs> like money in hand, money in hand. Um. Yeah, so then that, that goes all completely right, and Leahy takes the porno tape yeah. and takes off. And, 
<laughs> and uses it as blackmail. Go yeah. fucking figure. Yeah, so telling the Ricky, like, I want you out of this town or everyone's gonna see this. Which, I don't think there was actually anything filmed on it. There was, like, there was nothing. He couldn't even get hard, so there wasn't anything in there anyway. Which, I guess it would be embarrassing if, you know... I mean, it would be embarrassing, but at least, like, you could show that you weren't cheating on Lucy. Like, you couldn't do it. Like, physically, yeah. you could not do it. You'd have proof. Which is something that comes up here in next episode that she wants proof of it and you can't, whatever. Uh... So they do play with that. But uh, because Leahy takes it, tells him he wants him out by 9 a.m. So then we get another Julian voicemail. All right, so I guess I'm going to break into Leahy's trailer and (laughs) kill him and Randy and take the porno tape. I mean, I don't really have much of a choice, so. Me and Bubba are going to go do that. Yeah, Bubba said he'd help me, so I guess we're going to do that unless you feel like you need to stop us. But I don't know why you would, because Bubbles is going to help me. So, you know, we're just both going to be implicated in their murder, but, you know, no big deal or anything. To which, of course, Julian now <laughs> Julian, has to Julian, of course, takes off. It's like, God damn it. With, with drink in his hand, Drink in hand. Talking about how it's some bullshit that I gotta go take care of this again. And, and he's <laughs> good, good on him. He stops Ricky and Bubbles. He's like, he does. He stops Ricky and Bubbles. Says he'll do it himself. <sighs> yeah, and th- so he brings up the camera crew to Leahy's trailer. And, late know, at night, by the way. Yeah. They they skip to late at night when Ricky's like going to be doing it. 1, 2 a.m. probably. No, I'd say probably like 9, 10 o'clock. Like, it, like, it's dark out, but people are still up, but it's like, it's dark. Yeah, so it's probably are. like 10, 10 o'clock, 10, 11, something like that. And so Ricky, you know, he breaks up in the door. He puts down his drink, which you can tell he's being serious. Oh, yeah, he puts down that drink, and you know, like, you, he's not messing around. He's not going to make any mess-ups here. And he, he has them, co- he has the camera crew come into Lady's trailer so this whole camera crew is implicit. Yeah, so he, you know, he picks the lock, gets in, goes down the hall. But again, Anthony pointed out, takes the camera crew with him. Which, as Anthony pointed out, I can understand for our point of view, but yeah, for yeah. him specifically... Yeah, like, as, as a viewer of the show, yes, I appreciate what happened. Because, oh well, my yeah, god. I mean, yeah, so he goes into uh, Mr. Leahy's room. And here's what I'm expecting, like, oh, he's jacking off to, like... You know, Ricky's soft. Like he's like, oh yeah, you can't go enough, can you, boy? That's what I was expecting. No, Anthony thought they were gonna go that route with it. Holy fucking shit! Was it not that they were just doing gymnastics, Anthony? The, that's that why, was a sex horse. That is why Randy was on the horse with a with a leather mask, is because they were just practicing for the Olympics. And why was like he dressed as a woman? They were practicing for a play at the recre- Bradford Recreational Center. Uh, my favorite part about that is fucking... So Randy going, I'm not Randy. And then Leahy... <laughs> fucking Leahy with his wig, mustache, and lipstick. I, I, I'm I, not Leahy. It's like, Randy, yes. That can be passed off. <laughs> I don't know. I think you. they just know from the gut and no I mean, shirt. yeah. But the, but the fact that it, it was Leahy... <laughs> Clearly, lady. <laughs> and, and then Julian, he's like, "All right, here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna give me the tape. You're gonna give me those drugs, that alcohol, and I'm not gonna tell anyone what went on. I won't tell anyone that I just walked in on you guys. <laughs> like, and as he leaves, even he admits this is gonna be a really hard secret not to tell people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, the fuck? That was such a weird fucking thing that happened. That changes their whole relationship." Oh, Anthony! If only you knew. I don't know, but I'll know in the future. Oh, you you will you will know very soon more about that. Uh, so yeah, then they destroy the uh, they destroy the porno tape. Uh, Bubbles all wrecks it up, and Ricky thanks him. Ricky goes home to Lucy, and Bubbles and Julian go in to have some drinks and smoke up. 
Uh, and that was the end of that episode. Yeah, that it was. Now, Anthony, to end out this our episode here, I believe this. Yeah. Uh, that's know, the end uh, of that episode, but not our, our episode. Let's not copy Michael exactly. <laughs> let's not get sued by our own co That was the end of that episode, but not the end of our recording God here. damn it. <laughs> so how, do you, how do you feel? God damn it. We're not going to rip off their show. Okay, okay, okay. How, but, but, but seriously, though, it, you know, first seeing the first three... Getting it's, getting your toes in the water. It's really funny. I'm I can't wait to watch the next three. We might have to do that sooner rather than later because I might watch this without you if you don't. You can watch them all you want. I've seen them all enough to where if you if, like we go into it, I, I can. It, pick it up was where it we're was going. very funny because I feel like it's when like the very first time you showed me the Always Sunny at Philadelphia. I don't know if you remember this moment, but I, it was was it was it the 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 very first yeah, episode? Yeah, the very first episode. Is that how I did it? Okay. So, how what happened was we, Jared and I were living together, and I was playing Borderlands Two. Like there were two TVs in the living room. He was watch. He was gonna be like, "Oh, I'll watch the show," and like, "If you want to go ahead," I'm like, "That's fine. I don't care. I'm gonna play Borderlands Two because I fucking love Borderlands Two. It's one of my favorite." Who games doesn't? And I was playing. I, I remember I was in like the frigid area where there's the boat and you know the racks and all that. And then I, and I was like, I kept like side eyeing it, and I kept like watching it, watching it, and eventually I stopped playing to fully watch this show. And Borderlands Two is one of my favorite, like I said, favorite video games of all time. And I stopped playing that game to watch Always Sunny. I feel like that would have been a very similar situation where I would have stopped doing what I was doing to watch this. I very much enjoy this show. <coughs> I like I, this show was recommended to me years ago. Uh, I got up to the third episode, like where we are right now. But for me, I had to walk away from it because I'm like, this is I this this is so fucking dumb. Yeah, Jared says it's gonna get better. I can't wait for that. It because like for me, like I only got to that third episode. I had to walk away. I came back like a week later, and I finished off the last three, started season two, and the tone of that show, like Bubbles gets uh, gets a makeover. Like he keeps the glasses, and whatnot, but like the way he does the character gets a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, there they don't. They don't follow the same rhythm as what this one does. This one is very pilot season instead of pilot episode. Because uh, then when we get to the second one, Bubbles becomes a major character, and they they change up how the show format goes. I feel like I feel like Bubbles. He kind of is a major character. He just doesn't have his toes dipped in because he's been in every episode and he's had important parts in every episode. Uh, the the backstory I was uh, that I looked up a while back there was. Uh, for that character specifically, uh, Mike would do the bubbles when they were filming, uh, when they were like filming the pilot. And then he, when it got pitched to the network, he's like, Hey, there's another character I kind of want to add in this. I want to know how you feel about it. So he brought him in doing bubbles and they liked it. He's like, okay, we'll see how it goes. Add him in there. But then when it came to season two, bubbles had gained so much popularity with people and everyone on set. They're like, yeah, no, this needs to become like a more reoccurring a focusing character because he he just is very much so like Ricky will fuck everything up Julian will try to keep them on track but Bubbles is always the one that doesn't well nine times out of ten will not go to prison with them but will always make sh- will try to make sure at least that they're not going to do something that immediately sends them yeah th- that sends them to uh to quote Office Space fuck me in the ass person yeah yeah he he's very much the anchor for the other two uh he's the only level headed one out of the two of them who doesn't think about crime. <laughs> Which is ironic, because, you know, from looking at him, you would think that he would be the first one to get into trouble, or... You'd think so, um... 
we're not going to get into the animated series, uh, but the, the, we may, we may watch the one episode of that, uh, where they're kids and it actually kind of shows how oh, they like met their, their background, like the Ed and Eddie episode. Kind of like it, it, they, they show like younger Ricky and Julian and how oh they met God. the day they met bubbles and how they became friends, which Ed and Eddie, my only Eddie. contradiction with that is how they explain it in the series and then how they did it going into the animated. But that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. Jared, Ed and Eddie is just trailer park boys. Yeah. Yeah. Bubbles is Ed. Ricky is clearly Eddie and Julian is uh double D. No, no, no. You're actually... This is why I said by season two they change up. Uh, Double D is Bubbles. Bubbles is the extremely intelligent one. I don't understand how. Considering his history, I don't know how he's the smartest one. But he's very much the Double D, where in a later season they need to make honey oil, which is made by cooking down marijuana Mm -hmm. and taking the THC and making a thick oil out of it. Yeah. Uh, You make butter... The only, the, the thing that Ricky knows by heart, he doesn't know math. He doesn't know English. Like, he, he doesn't know, all, like, the things that we would all know as basic. His, but he can tell you how much an eighth of a, how much an eighth of an ounce of weed will cost and how many eighths of an ounce he needs for this. Like, he can do math in that way. Mm. So he knows how to make honey oil, but then Bubbles is the one who, like, makes a full-on schematic of putting multiple sheds together with a, an intricate system of it boiling up and then going over, then going down, then getting separated, then going up another tube, and then coming out to final product. So Bubbles is the double D. Eddie is the Julian. Mr. I have a plan for everything. We're all going to follow this plan. And then you just have, have Ed, who's Ricky, player. who's just a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, just the that, dumbest person. Uh, but yeah, so that that's the first three episodes. Uh that's that's where we are with this uh i don't really know how you all are gonna think of this make a dragon ball i want one of those (laughs) yeah it looks amazing grams of pure thc oil oh god uh but anyway so i can see you holding that and be like bite take a bite out of like a fucking apple i'd die (laughs) (laughs) your heart would be like beating so fast and then not at the same time yeah uh but so that's first three uh We'll, we'll, we'll see how far we end up going with this uh but this one th- this is very much a bonus series for all of you uh yeah thank you again you know if you're listening to this on patreon uh, we very much appreciate you if you're not listening to it on patreon then go to patreon.com slash podcast in yeah and hopefully by this time maybe you maybe this will be you know in the future the thing that encourages you to do the patreon maybe we're uh i I'm, i am taking mike's style of worst nostalgia trip uh which i mean it's not an original idea you just react <laughs> i mean no but i i very much like the way heather and mike do their show yeah i uh, got a lot of and, and there's things like this where like i would leaders. love to take you or mike or anybody like through something and just kind of be like this is something that i have enjoyed and this is why oh, god i really uh, i gotta buy beast wars because i think i would love to do a beast wars react because I will join show, you on the Beast Wars as much as it's terrible. No, I would love the to watch animation. That's that's the thing. The animation is god awful and horrible, god, but the fucking show god-awful. is amazing. See, I remember the storylines being good, but I just I know trying to rewatch it now that CGI that they tried oh, using yeah, is fucking, fucking terrible. Like Dinobot's character arc, especially Dinobot Two, is they're all... too shiny. They're too shiny. Uh. Yes, there's a the thing is too shiny. There is. I mean, that's right. Dinobot's got a pink sword because it's so shiny. 
God damn it. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, and you know, uh, follow us, uh, of course, at Oddcast and on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you can email us, oddcastmedia at gmail.com. Uh, again, if you're listening to a Patreon, we thank you. And thank, and thank you for fucking hanging out. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, thanks for listening um, to us babble for an hour about a show that we, an hour or longer, about a show, you know, we just watched. Yeah. Um, I'm Jared Minicom. I'm Anthony Denny. And uh, in the words of Ricky, make like a tree and fuck off.